I'm CG England. I'm Natalie Stout. Welcome to the Roommates Podcast, where we talk about being local business owners, small town life, and saying yes to new adventures. Hey guys, welcome back to the Roommates Podcast. CG England here. Natalie Stout. We're going to talk about being smart with your money today. Yes. Now this is this is something you learn as you go. Something you learn as you get older. You do. Um, you know, you've got to. It's great to to make money, but you got to know what to do with it once you make it. Yes, and I think it's important. Hopefully, our dads don't listen, but we were raised not to take risks. Oh, absolutely. And today, still. I think my dad like loses sleep about me being an entrepreneur and a business owner. Today, to this day, yeah, Linda, when I bring up that I'm doing something or I'm spending some type of money on something, yes, mom says, "Don't, don't tell your dad. Let's, yes. let's not tell. Let's not tell Tony. Yes, because he will worry and stress. Yeah. Is it the, is it a generation thing? Definitely a generation. Because thing. maybe their parents were raised in the Abs- Great Depression. Yes. I mean, like, absolutely, money didn't come. There wasn't all these, like we talked in the last episode about how it's easy to make money now if yeah, you really want to, you know. Because of all the avenues. They didn't have that then, That's you know. true. Especially like my daddy was a farmer and crops, you know, you yeah. got paid one time a year and that was when the crop came in. Or yeah. you had cattle, or, you know, so there were so many factors. And again, our parents had kids to worry about. True. So I, I say that all the time. I, I When I take a risk, it's just me. Same. I don't have two little ones depending on me to... Same. To take care of them and feed them and plan for their college. Same. Yeah. And and to all of you listeners out there who do have children, you can still take a risk. Absolutely. You know? But be smart. Be smart and about it. And that's what it. we're going to talk about today is being smart. And also, can I just say, this is kind of like a squirrel, but there are always so many naysayers. I think back to almost nine years ago when I was going to open CG's. There were some boutique owners that said, oh, don't do it. I'm never going to say don't do it. Like, I'm that friend that's like, yes, I'm your yes woman. Yes. You can do it. Let's do it. However, you have to have a plan and you have to run your risk versus your reward. Exactly. You have to sit down and really run your risk versus reward. Yeah. And that was just like Kim and me when we opened the Realty Firm. Everybody did the same thing with us. You know, we had so many naysayers. I mean, Mm -hmm. when you talk about that, we had... I mean, people were calling Kim and me, like, what are you thinking? Yes. And then people had all these, like, you know, oh, my gosh, they've spent this and this. And it was like, no, we didn't. No, we We didn't. didn't. It it was a low risk to reward. Because you know what? You started in, like, a shoebox office that wasn't fancy. Yes. It was kind of, you know, basic. Very basic, but that's smart. But we we you started didn't buy small. a building right no. away and, and it, it custom make it and no. no no we we did it the right way you did. in a smart way yeah and we started small yeah and then as we grew and we needed more space we we grew and we moved and yes. then after that you know it was like okay now it's time to buy a building yes you know we didn't get how ahead many of years were you in business before you bought your building eight. <sighs> No, no, five, actually. Really? Yeah, You've been because, there yeah. for five years? Yeah, yeah. We, we bought the building. I, I don't know if it was 26. We re- we moved in it in 2017. Okay. So, but we, we bought, and again, guys, we went and bought this building Oof. that was, oh, it was Yikes. rough. And if you knew, if you know where we are at 515 East Broad Street, because um, th- there was multiple businesses there over the years prior to us, 
you know that um, it was really rough on the inside. Yeah. So we went in and did a complete gut job. Yeah. So we hired Tom Sergio with J.A. Sergio and Sons. They have a great name in the community. Worked with them before. It was a trust thing. Mm-hmm. You'd seen their work. You trusted them. Yes. Yeah. And, and did a great job. But we didn't start there. We right. didn't run out and, and, and buy a building. And again, right. of course, you know, go back. We have, but again... Five years later, you bought the building. Yes. And that's what when people say like, hey, can I grab coffee with you? I've got an idea. Um, that's the first thing I say. Start small and hire an accountant. That's literally like write this down. Start small, hire an accountant. Um, but if you got it like that, go make your store beautiful. Go make your office beautiful. Yeah. But Natalie and I didn't in the no. beginning. We didn't want to go into like, huge debt we didn't know because we didn't know and I think we both were really smart about that I started in 400 square feet we talked about that a couple episodes ago you started small ours was small and like ours was cheap because it wasn't in the greatest condition and here's yes Kim and I spent we painted it yes and ourselves same same I built my racks in your garage exactly because I didn't want to jump in head first sinked all this money if it didn't work. And you do have to plan. Here's the thing. I'm a huge person in vision and bringing things to life in your mind. I'm a huge, like, only think positive, no negative thoughts. But be smart. Yeah. But you've got to be smart. You yeah. know, it's like, we're because, you know, going into this, we've talked about risk and reward. And Michael's been there to say, I mean, worst case scenario, mm-hmm. you guys can sell this get your money back. Natalie's still going to have the building, so we're not in any big leak. Like, That's it. it. That's our worst case scenario. We had a worst case scenario going into it. You yes, have to. You have to. You have to stop and say, okay, what is my worst case scenario if this dream doesn't work? If my vision, if my goal doesn't come to fruition, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, and nobody wants to think about that. But you got to. But you have to. Yeah. And so going into this... This was, okay, we're going to go, We're CG's going to go to market, she's going to buy this furniture, we're going to ship it here, we're going to, you know, we're going to run our first sale, and we're going to see how it goes. And you know what? We're going to run a second sale, and we're going to run a third sale. Yeah. We're going to keep running these sales until we figure it out, because yeah. that's me and you. Yeah. But on the off chance, on the absolute off chance mm-hmm. that the world falls apart. Sure. You know, let's go back to this whole... We're always in a recession thing Gosh, in America. I hate those people. Turn the news off, people. Turn, turn the, the news, news off. off. I turned the news off back during COVID and I've never turned it back on. And so I'm smart. Over here living my best life. Exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> life is still going to go on. Um, but anyways, again, we did the, we we assessed risk versus reward with this first. And we've done that. And, you know, again, we're going to learn from our lessons. We're going to learn through this. And... You just, you got to, like you said, risk is low. We expect our reward to be high. We have done our due diligence when I went to market this time for furniture. You know, I said, hey, this is what we're doing. How does shipping work? How does production work? What's our minimum? Um, Let's make sure that we're getting stuff that no one else in the area has. So you got to get in front of people and ask questions. And I did that with CG's. I did that with the Bean. I'm sure you did that with the Realty Firm. Now we're doing it with roommates. And you got to be open and you got to listen. But you've also got to say, okay, well, I think this is how I want to do it. 
you know, listen to those people that are wise and have been in your shoes, but you don't run the realty firm like every other real estate company. Oh, ours runs completely different. Right? Yeah. You got to do what's best for you. So, but seek that wisdom and, and talk to someone that's been in your shoes before and learn from them. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, the thing about it is, is like, we don't really have anybody necessarily to learn from with this, but let's go back to the whole, we both have done business. Yeah. And so we know, again... But but if if you're out there listening and you're thinking like I want to do this, run your risk versus reward. Yep. And also let's go back to the in, investing part and savings part. Oh yeah. I'm a big person on, and so are you. Yeah. You know we're prepared. If I don't make money for six months, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I have a I have a nest egg. Yes. And that's something that that we both agree on very much so is you have to have six months. I made six months of what it takes you to live every month. Yeah. And even maybe a little more. Yeah. Before you go into a business adventure. Yes. Before you go into business, you have to have that nest egg, that safety net. Especially if it's going to be your main source of income. Especially. This is not going to be our main source of income. Right. Yet. Yeah, ten years down the road, yeah, maybe a knows? different situation. Who knows? But this is a again once a month sale, mm-hmm. five hours. Now, granted, there's going to be preparation and time and all of that, but it's not our main source of income. I'm still selling real estate seven days a week. You still have CGs mm-hmm. six days a week, yeah. And so we have income, yeah. But if you're going to start from something, don't go in and use every dime you no. have. That's how people, in quotations, lose it all. Yeah. Because but, you're just like... And anything can happen. Your health. Your health. If you don't have your health, people, you have nothing. That's so true. I thank God every day my eyes open Same. up. Thank you, God, that I'm breathing, that I'm not in a hospital, that I can walk, that I can, you know, just that I can everything. I'm healthy, yes. Yeah. Same. I do the same thing yeah. because... If you have your health, you have nothing, and you have to prepare for the unexpected. Yeah. And you just, again, every day, that's the beauty part of life, is you don't know what's going to happen to you every single day. Talk about preparing for the unexpected. When COVID first happened back in March 2020, Mm -hmm. right, we had the tornado here. Mm -hmm. And then on the heels of that, here came this pandemic where we, nobody knew, right? That was what was so scary is... Nobody knew. So the governor, um, essential business, I'm sorry, non-essential businesses had to close. Mm -hmm. Well, CG's Boutique, she's not essential, right? Right. So that was one of the scariest days of my life was locking up my store because I had no idea how long that I was going to be shut down. Right. At that point in time, I didn't know if we were all going to die. I mean, seriously. It, it, it was scary times. I mean, just think back. I mean, it was so scary. Um, I, I remember it at the time. I'm living I'm living alone on my little mini farm, and I'm like, oh, oh my, my goodness. God. Yeah. Like, I'm here by myself. Yes. And it was just, remember, we it was this is we so couldn't be around each it's other. It's so contagious. You could touch a surface. Yeah, remember, we were whopping three, off our groceries. They said three days later. It's still this, living. It was still living. Yeah. So the point of this is none of us knew. Yes. It was scary. I locked my store. I went home. I cried all the way home, which is not a long drive. Your anxiety but, hit oh girl. Pilot. Poor Michael. And when I got home, my little husband had beat me home. He had 
put up our Christmas tree because it made me happy. Mm-hmm. This is in, in March. March. He had brought home Gondola's Pizza, my favorite pizza, and he put on White Christmas because he said, in this house tonight, we're going to be happy. It makes me cry Aww. because he knew my anxiety Yeah, and the whole world's anxiety, not just mine, yeah. but the whole world. Yeah. But I, you know, had that good night, ate my pizza, watched my Christmas movie, and the next day I said, all right. Face mask, hand sanitizer, porch drop-offs. Like, I ran my business. I wasn't open, but I was doing porch drop-offs. And shout out Celeste Gammon. She bought something, like, every day just because I think she... Her and Tony are great people. Shout out Tony and Celeste Tony and Celeste, New Day Properties. But I did so many porch drop-offs. And and she was just, you know, an earring or a candle or whatever. something. But something to support me. Because that was such a scary time, and I would do parking lot pickups, and I did whatever I needed to do because I needed to go to work for my mental health. I'm I'm reeling it back in here. Financially, we were fine because I had savings. savings. So I knew even if I can't open up for a few months, we're going to be all right. And it was COVID, so we weren't, like, planning a huge vacation. And that's it. It was like, well, I can save money. Because, you know, anytime yeah. you step out the house anymore in 2023, yeah. you're spending you're money. Spending and money. then it was 2020, same. I yeah. mean, it, I walk out the door, it's 50 to $100. I mean, yeah. by the time it's fuel and oh, food yeah. and, you yeah. know, whatever. That, that's a cheap day. Yeah. So, you know, you're staying at home. I was like, well, staying you know, home. I'm be saving money save for the, the next money. couple weeks. I had my little, my little egg because right. I, I don't spend everything I make. And that goes back to how we were raised. Yes. Um, but I knew, you know, I was going to be okay. And I did pivot and I did still sell things. Um, but going back to your original point, make sure that you have an emergency fund. Six months will be great. Maybe that's not realistic to you. Start with a if, month. Start if, with two months. If it's not realistic to you, make it realistic to you. Make that's that my goal. hard advice to you. Yeah. Like. I understand that, you know, things happen in life again that you have to spend. You have to. That's why it's there. You have to spend your emergency fund. Yes. Have one. Start small. Start small. Just like everything else. Yeah. Have a month set back. Yes. Have a goal. If you don't have anything set back right now, have a goal that by the end of 2023, you'll have one to two months savings put back. Yes. By 2024, say I'm going to have three to four. In two or three years, you're going to have your six months. Yeah. And that's huge. I was talking to a friend, um, a customer of mine, and she said, I can't afford to do that. And I said, you can't, you can't not not afford afford to do this. I agree. There's so many things you can. Just little things. $20 a week. Start somewhere. Start small. Yeah. Start small, guys. And again, that's, that's, that's part of saving. I mean, you know, $20 doesn't seem like a lot of money. Do 20, 20 times 52 weeks. Uh, then you have a lot of money yeah. saved up. So and then start doing that math year after year. And it's, you don't have to, you don't have to have six months right away is my point. Start with what you have. And it's just like, that's with everything in life. You know, you want to help someone. You ain't got to save the whole world. Start with your street. Start with your kid's school. Start, start. with a local church. Like, you don't have to, to just make your whole life about, you know, being Mother Teresa, yeah. but start saving small, help others small, just do things small and use what you have. Use your resources. Use your that resources. You have. Yeah. And you know, to and you know, you, let's go back to COVID and talking about how business it 
adversely affected my business than it did most people who had storefronts. Yeah. I had people calling me saying, we're on lockdown for two weeks, you know. Yeah. As soon as they can get out of whatever state they were in we're and get here, to Cookville. we are moving. We will be on a plane. Or the people who called me that said, now listen, now these are our southern folks, so I can talk in my southern voice <laughs> now like, even more. They call me and say, oh, listen, I'm, I'm ready to sell my house, and I don't even believe in this. Mm-mm. This is just, you know, elections coming up. Oh, this boy. is the government. You oh, know. boy. These people who did not believe right. in COVID, and hey, to each their own. <laughs> you can have your own viewpoints. So I need you to come list my house. I said, well, oh, I mean, I, I can. And I wasn't afraid if I was, I was healthy, and I, I wasn't really afraid of it. And, of course, and I'm very much Johnny on the spot. If you want me to come and sell yeah. your house or show you a house, I'm coming. Yeah. If it's Sunday, Monday, Nighttime, daytime. Yeah. So I was going and listing properties. Yeah. During and, and people were like, I want, I want to sell my house. I still want to sell my house. So okay. and, and then we were just having these waves of people that were coming in yeah. the few weeks after it. Yeah. And so it was just, it was insane. It, again, it was a whole different. COVID changed the game of real estate in our rural Big area. Time. I mean, you know, used to be Putnam County was everybody, everybody wanted to be in Putnam County. Everybody wanted to be, you know, that was where your property values were the highest. Yeah. No. COVID comes in. Everybody doesn't mind living 20 minutes down the road. Off the 30 grid. minutes down the road. 45 <laughs> minutes down the road. Yeah. Because they're like, hey, I sit in traffic 45 minutes a day to get to my office. Amen. And I live five miles away. Yes. Oh. Buy a house in Salina, Tennessee, and yeah. drive forty-five minutes into Google. I no don't big deal. mind it. Yeah, I'd rather be driving than sitting. What about all those sight unseen cash offers during COVID? Oh, those were so scary. Who they were just, those people. I mean, they're out there, and they and, and you know it makes us a nervous wreck as an agent, at least me, because I'm like making sure they know everything, and you know you're explaining to them, hey. You've got to drive a good amount. Like if the roads are curved, I mean, you are yeah. just trying to hit. If you every... need a gallon of milk. It's seven miles, exactly, sir. Exactly to the nearest DG. Yes, you know, we got those on every corner. Oh so, yeah, you know. Yeah, but it, it it was that. So again, do you understand? <laughs> do you under? And 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 they did. And luckily enough, you know, we did not have anybody that I know of in our company. Who had anybody get here and say you this is terrible? This you is under delivered. Yeah, and yeah. No, everybody yeah. was really happy just to get here. Yeah, you know. And I think that that's another thing is is being being happy with with your small victories. Yeah, um, you know that's another thing we don't think about as a business owner a lot. We'll get ahead of ourselves. It's like okay, I got this thing, this one thing done, or I got this done. You know, I got this person into this house. I still Celebrate have five more that. people. I still have five more people I'm trying to get into homes, yeah. especially, you know, during the multiple offer situations and all of this. Yeah. Celebrate your small victories. Yes. Because if you don't do that, you're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to be drowning all the time. Yes. Like yes. never, you know, never catching up. Like celebrate your small victories. Small progress is still progress. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and again, and if you feel like you're not making progress, ask questions ask for help find somebody who's a trusted advisor and if you don't know of anybody pick up the phone and ask a friend yes who they know is a trusted advisor yes that I could ask these questions too yes because people don't mind I never mind giving my time to somebody you know that that really genuinely has a question and concern hey I don't know if my answer is right for your situation but I'm going to give you what I would do. Yeah. And you either can go by that or not. Yeah. So, you know, that's that, that be open and be open when somebody, here's the other thing. Don't go to a trusted advisor 
with a closed mind. Ooh. Be open-minded yeah. and listen to them and try what they tell you. Try what they tell you. Do not, you know, go in, listen to them, and it's not what you want to hear. Ooh. And then say, well, I ain't doing I'm it that way. I'm not doing it that way. Yeah. I mean, well. Cool. Okay. Well, it's like, well, you don't know everything, and then that's why you're here. So listen to their advice. And yes. that's, that's, you know, be open. Yes, for sure. Is that a good place to I, wrap it up? I think that's a great place to wrap it up. Guys, thanks for joining us. We're having so much fun doing these little podcasts and talking with you each week. And uh, we'll be back soon. Thanks for joining us today. We'll chat with you again next week.